UFC 280's co-main event. We'll see the return of bantamweight champion Aljamain Sterling. A product of Long Island legend Ray Longo. Whose pupils have disrupted the legacies of some of the greatest fighters to ever live. We took down a lot of greats in here. GSP. Sarah is the welterweight champion of the world! Anderson Silva. Oh! Oh my, he got hit! Chris Weidman! Most of those guys, it's right from the get-go that I realized who's going to become a champion. Aljo's the same thing. They come in with the unique set of attributes. He's got outstanding wrestling, great top control, but constantly looking for submission. That you could tell is going to transfer over beautiful to MMA. Very, very technical, and his striking is wildly unorthodox. And as long as their mind's in the right spot, nothing can hold those guys back. He's under! Of all Ray Longo products, Sterling's season of UFC Gold was perhaps the least emphatic. Oh! That's illegal! He's down, and he threw it anyway, so it's an intentional foul. This fight is over. And that is it. Piotr Jan will be disqualified, and Aljamain Sterling will be the undisputed UFC Bantamweight champion. The disqualification of then-champion Piotr Jan warranted an immediate rematch. And an opportunity for Sterling to prove his place is the true bantamweight king. You're not a legitimate champion if you win via disqualification. Sterling should not be your champion right now. There are pictures floating around, like, everywhere. So the Aljamain with the belt on one shoulder holding up shots, like, come on, Aljo. It's just not a good look. The hate that I got leading up to the rematch with Piotr Jan Definitely does not feel like a legit title win. I use a lot of it for motivation. I feel like I almost thrive in the chaos. The Oscar goes to Fake Master for Best Actor of the Title Fight. Some people would have probably broken after 13 months of being just destroyed on the internet. Peter almost kicking my ass in that fight, and now I have a title around my waist. But that's not me. That's not my character. You know, I don't shy away from adversity. I'm gonna use it, I'm gonna channel the energy and throw it right back in everybody's faces. He absorbed a lot of the public wrath for Jan's foul. He wants to really fix what happened in that first fight. And that's what I brought into that fight with me in the rematch. Ain't no stopping us, we do the impossible. Oh, this is big. This is gigantic. He's got the back. I reminded everybody what I'm capable of doing. Man, some big shots. This is nasty. Sterling trying to find a window under the chin. Aljamain Sterling is going off. He said it was going to be a different fight. That sure is. It's a different fight. Oh! Oh my goodness! And redemption was sweet. Ain't no stopping us. We do the impossible. DJ Dosso, where the f you at? You next, bitch. Sterling's next title defense will come against one of the greatest bantamweights the UFC has ever seen. A collegiate wrestler from the California Central Valley named TJ Dillashaw. Blow it out. 
bro. Whose postgraduate ambition shifted to MMA by the guidance of his college sweetheart. One of the reasons why I'm fighting is because of my wife. Bronson, where are you, bud? I wanted to be a physician's assistant, and she knew that I would not be good in an office for eight hours a day. So I gave her the idea that I was going to go up to Sacramento and train with Team Alpha Male and try to become a fighter, and she was all for it and kind of talked me into it. So I gave myself a year to see if it'd pan out, and I knew within the first three months that I could make a career out of this sport. Uriah actually recruited him and told me he'd be a perfect fit for mixed martial arts, and he's tapping him out. T.J. Dillashaw! Wow! Huge victory! A career that began with Uriah Faber's team Alpha Man would see Dillashaw rise to become UFC bantamweight champion. Then following a bitter split from the team. Dillashaw would later seize the belt for a second time. Oh! He's by defeating former alpha male teammate Cody Garbrandt twice. Oh, that's it! 2-0 over Cody Man, does he close out this rivalry in style. A whirlwind of ups and downs ultimately placed Dillashaw back on top. But from the precipice, he would set his sights in the belt one weight class below. Demetrius Johnson, the consensus greatest pound-for-pound -pound fighter. After beating Garbrandt for the second time, I felt like the next biggest fight was me fighting Demetrius Johnson. 11 defenses trying to make it 12 here tonight for the flyweight king. And he lost a very close decision to Cejudo. Cejudo called me out. Now give me the pass at 135 pounds. Two-time UFC Bantamweight champion. Tonight moves down to flyweight to try to become a two-weight UFC champion. I just knew that that was going to skyrocket my career. Henry Cejudo, the flyweight champion, trying to stay that way tonight against TJ Dillashaw. In this era of super fights, it could not be more fitting. A matchup of champions. It was the biggest opportunity. Ready to fight? Ready to fight? Let's go! The UFC's first event of 2019 saw then-bantamweight champion T.J. Dillashaw drop down a weight class to take on then-flyweight champion Henry Cejudo. Let's go! The super fight is upon us. T.J. Dillashaw in the blue with gold. Henry Cejudo is in the black with gold. shocking 32-second defeat was compounded by the results of Dillashaw's post-fight drug test. T.J.
TJ Dillashaw voluntarily relinquishing his UFC title. TJ Dillashaw tested positive for injectable EPO. It's a hormone that stimulates red blood cell production. So it's for anywhere where your body's having trouble producing enough red blood cells. When you come anemic, your red blood cell count just drops. And I was able to get myself back by using an anemia medication I knew I wasn't allowed to take. I took the risk and I have owned up to all of it. You make that mistake, you better be ready to handle the consequences. Having a two-year suspension, it was definitely the darkest time of my life. When I turned every negative into the best positive I possibly can, no matter what it is, those first six months of being suspended, went through double shoulder surgery. I got to make my businesses flourish. Welcome to Clean Juice. This is my team that makes it happen. As well as being a coach for some of my teammates. I got to spend a lot more time with my son and my wife. Dillashaw would follow his two-year suspension with a fight for the ages against the number two ranked Corey Sandpaper. Where he suffered another setback. The last 10 seconds of that first round, I completely blew every ligament in my knee. But the same way that I handled that suspension is the way that I handled that fight. What left knee? Dillashaw is just letting it all go. Dillashaw seems to be getting stronger. The pressure of TJ is what's really giving him success. I just headed it straight on and got the victory. TJ As always, Dillashaw would persevere. There you go. One, two, one, two, boom, 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 boom. And now has the opportunity to win the bantamweight belt for a third time when he faces champion Aljamain Sterling at UFC 280. Other way, go. TJ has defined himself in a way that a lot of champions don't get a chance to. Go. That's it's it. easy to act a certain way when you're on top. Go. Oh. go. But a real champion is one who conquers adversity. Kick. When you end up in the bottom of the valley, that's what defines you. And TJ has crawled back from the bottom of the barrel. There you go. Good, 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 good. Go. Go, go. Come on, come on. Sterling, he's definitely not a fighter. See, crying. He doesn't have that mentality that I have that I'm going to bite down my mouthpiece and beat the out of you. Come on, TJ, finish it. He's willing to give up. I see that quit in him. Good job, Brian. Come on, TJ. And I'm gonna make him quit. Hey, good. Champion's preparations always include several weeks in the fight capital. Where <laughs> the UFC's Performance Institute continues to put Aljamain Sterling's once perpetual neck injury behind him. Yo, it's about time. Start with the neck, and then we'll get into the, the arm. I was plagued with that neck injury from every single training camp since my UC debut. 
having a UFC PI here, having these guys at my disposal going twice a day, five days a week. I'm more muscular, more defined that way. And I think the cardio tank, it's even better than it was before. I'm 33 years young, and the Funk Show is going to be around for a while. Increased mobility is allowing the Funk Master to further enhance his greatest weapon. This is spectacular control by Sterling. One that could stifle the creative striking of TJ Dillashaw. You see Aljo's back takes. When he gets on your back, man, it's a wrap. The round's over. You know, he's either going to finish you or he's going to drown you. I'm calling this jiu-jitsu. TJ, I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's pretty dangerous. His grappling isn't much of a threat to me. I expect I'll grapple him. He's a D3 wrestler. I'm going to come out there and show him what D1 wrestling is all about. Let's go, let's go. We're not in a college wrestling match, brother. We're in a fist fight. You make one mental mistake, and then next thing you know, I'm taking you down, and then I'm on your back, and then I'm around your neck, and then I'm finishing the fight, and you grab pull me off of you. I'm coming in here to smack this man up. The former UFC Bantamweight King. I'm going to go out there and look for a finish every second. What a combination! Unbelievable! Just a matter of time. Dillashaw has done it again! At UFC 280, it's the former two-time champ. And the reigning king. Toe-to-toe. -to -toe for undisputed Bantamweight gold.